Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Right. Um, hey, I just wanted to start off with, with um, a scripture this morning because I spoke to Dad and he, he was like, no, no, let somebody else speak. But I've I, I got to tell you that um, this, this little guy here, he has so much in him that when he just starts, you scratch the surface with, with some of his... Um, thinking and, and just God spurts out. It just um, is always God spurting out, and I, mm. I love that. So I, I think I, I sent this in to you, Jesse, but I'm just going to start off with um, Psalm uh, 8. I, I love this. Lord, oh, our Lord, how majestic is your name yeah. in all the earth. You have set your glory in the heavens. See, he's now going, wow. He's looking at the sky, not just going, oh, look at those stars. He's going, wow, you've set your glory in the heavens. Through the praise of, of children and infants, you've established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers and the moon and the stars, which you have set in place... What is mankind that you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? You made them a little lower than than the angels and you've crowned them with glory and honour. You've made them rulers over the works of your hands. You've put everything under their feet, all the flocks and herds, animals and wild beasts, the birds of the sky. And you know that because we actually have authority over, we have domestic animals that, that submit to us and we use them for food. We use them for doing all the things. God gave us dominion here, but it's a, it's a, a, a position of responsibility, not just we get to have our own way mm. with it all. But, and he says, he finished off by saying, you know, you gave us authority over all this, but Lord, Our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. So we're going to be talking about mankind. Who are we that God should even care about us? And and really, who are we? Because in the beginning, in Genesis 2-7, it says here that the Lord God formed out of the dirt. He got dirt and then he breathed the breath of life and Adam became a human being. So he molded us out of the clay of the earth. And this is where dad wanted, we were talking and he said, oh, if I'm going to talk on anything, I want to talk about the potter and the clay. So this morning we're going to be just delving a little bit into the whole potter awesome. and the clay. So I'm going to handball it to you. Is that all right? That's all right. We got good levels here? Yes. 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 So yes. Thumbs up. Good. Because awesome. This church, it's good to yes. Away, so true. Yeah. So true. I was just thinking as Steve was talking, I woke up this morning and looked out the window and it was black and windy and it was dark and I thought, oh, what a day. Yeah. So I hopped in and turned the bathroom light on and suddenly there's a light. Then I turned the water on and suddenly it's nice and warm. I'm thinking, it's a beautiful day. Yeah. I started saying, God, we are blessed. Heaven's vest was Jesus coming into this world and into our lives. Come on. Changing us and so true. peace and joy and all that. So good, isn't it? Oh, it is. It is. So we're going to be looking at Jeremiah 18 just quickly this morning and at the bottom of the clay. I love this story. Yeah. Because it can relate to Israel but it also relates to us personally. And Jeremiah got this word from God to go down the potter's house to watch what he was doing and there I'll make you hear my words. So we're talking about the potter and the clay and, yes. and uh, he went down to the potter clay and, and God said there I will make you hear my words and sometimes we don't want to hear what God's got to say but yeah. it's good for us isn't it yeah. because God's word is food, it's life, it's faith, it brings release into our life and sometimes we sort of shut out and think oh you know I don't, know, I don't want to hear from God but it's good to hear from him. Then I went yes. down to the potter's house and saw that he was working at the wheel so is this potter working? But the vessel that he was making from clay was spoiled by the potter's hand. That troubled me for a while. I thought, if that's God who's the potter, and uh, if we look at that using God as a reference, but 
I wondered why the, the article would be spoiled. I yeah. couldn't sort of work it out, and then I realised the, the clay needs to be pliable. Yes, it does. Pliable in the potter's rice. hands. And sometimes things go wrong with us, and we wonder why God didn't help out. <laughs> but have we been pliable in our life <laughs> to say, on, God, yeah. so you have your way. You yes. know, you're, the, you're the author and finisher of our faith, so, Lord, you, you have your way in my life. And then so he made it over again, reworking it and making it into another pot that seemed good to him. Yeah. So there's a wide variety of clays. Well, I looked up about clays. There's a wide yes. variety and they used them for all different things, especially in olden days. They used pottery for everything, each with their own unique properties. So relating to us, if we're the clay on the pot, in the potter's hands, we have many gifts and talents. But God wants to work them out of our life and bring them forth mm. in our life yep. as we yield to him and give our life over to him. So that's a terrific story, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it it's, is. It's, and there's so many factors in there, isn't yeah, it? Like there is. I, I read that too, and I'm, I'm thinking, wow, isn't it incredible that God said to Jeremiah, go down to the potter's house? Yeah. He could have told him right there, but he wanted yeah. him to get a really good... That's why we like using props in our church, is because you get, it gets into your head yeah. when you're given the physical examples. So he goes down there, he sees him doing this, but God was also speaking to Jeremiah, because this is right at the time when Israel goes into exactly. exile, yep. and he was saying, I'm going to blend you in to Babylon, mm. but it's going to be for your benefit and I'm going to outwork my glory yeah. through it. And you, you think about that because Jeremiah, we were talking about this earlier, Jeremiah went around for quite a few years <laughs> saying, repent, turn around, God's going to do this terrible thing. Like he's going to have to because you are so disobedient. If you don't turn around, he's going to have to discipline us through, mm. through this other nation. But this word here is still applicable, applicable today. Yeah. We need yeah. to be pliable, don't yes, we? Yes, we do. Yep. We need to be pliable. I, so, do you, do you, oh, can we digress for a yeah, second? Because yeah, cool. I, I, I just reckon it's really cool. I've got a quote from somebody. Guess who it is? Yeah! <laughs> Ash. Ash is on the money. Um, this, is, this is out of mere Christianity. And C.S. Lewis says, Imagine yourself a living house. God comes in to rebuild that house. At first, perhaps, you can understand what he's doing. He's getting the, the drains cleaned out and stopping the leaks in the roof and so on. And, and you knew those jobs had to be done, thinking about your life, your, your being being a, a house. And he says, you know, he's doing these things, so you're not really surprised. But then he starts knocking the house apart, starts pushing walls out, starts bashing holes in things, and it doesn't seem to make any sense at all. What on earth is he up to? The explanation is that he is building quite a different house from the one you thought of. Throwing out a new wing here, putting up an extra floor there, running up towers, and he goes, um, and making courtyards. You thought you were being made into a beautiful little cottage, but you're actually being built into a palace that he intends to come and inhabit himself. That's right, that's good. When we like being pliable, like sometimes God does stuff in our life and we go through seasons in life that we can easily get our eyes off and yeah. just look at the circumstances. Why am I cracking up? Why am I falling <laughs> off the wheel? Why am I why is this happening? Why is that going on? And but if we look at this that God is the author, that God yeah. is actually behind not not making stuff happen, but he will actually use anything mm, right. to bring glory to himself. Yeah. I know he's done it with me. He's he's used some of the, the toughest things in my life to bring glory mm. to himself and change my perspective yeah. and my value system. And yeah. I, you find things are worth so much more when you change yeah. your perspective yep. on that. Right. And you just say, yeah. God, you're in charge. <laughs> just do, what, do whatever you want. Yeah. 
That's why Jesus taught us to pray, your kingdom come, yeah, your will be done. So, um, sorry, I, I had a... This is a round table here, even though we have no table and it's not round. Um, have you got something? Yeah, sure. Yes, yeah. Ash. <laughs> Morning, everyone. You're not just a pretty face. <laughs> no, not even. And uh, <laughs> good to see you all and uh, great to be part of this. Yeah. Oh, so awesome. Uh, meeting this morning and to be part of this panel, I worked out that between the three of us, there's probably 40 to 50 years worth of experience as senior pastor. Yeah, yeah I've got between the, between the three of us. So, uh, <laughs> so my contribution. Uh, oh, yeah, come on. But uh, no, it's good. These, Not these, at all. These guys are heroes. So this is, uh, I'm really pleased to be uh, joined with this. Um, and Ash is the superhero. Oh, <laughs> Pot, the potter and the clay. Um, yeah. the, another scripture is Isaiah 64, on, 8. Yes. And uh, a couple of verses before, it talks about us and how our righteousness is nothing. Yeah. It's worse than nothing. Uh, in, but God's righteousness. In, in verse 8 says, Yet you, Lord, are our father. We are the clay. You are the potter. Yeah. We are all the work of your hands. Yeah, true. Mm. And I, true. I just had a thought. Um, I, one of my daughters did a school project and she had some clay and I thought, man, that is just hard. That's, yeah. That looks like the hardest thing ever. And But you add water and then it starts to work, yeah. as, as you're saying there. Mm. And um, I was thinking of adding water and, uh, you know, in God's word, water is represented, mm. um, uh, talking about husbands and wives about the washing of the word, yes. the word of God, yeah. uh, to, and the Holy Spirit, Jesus on the last day of the, and the greatest day of the feast, he said, let anyone come thirsty come yes. to me and drink. By this he meant the spirit yeah. whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Ooh, right. And I, I just thought I'd mention soil and clay soil and mm. uh, just in the context of water coming in, okay, water being maybe the word, maybe Jesus... Maybe the Holy Spirit and uh, and baptism I, and baptism, one hundred percent. And uh, I used to work in an area, a, a country town, where farming was the main industry. And uh, there was two types of soil in the area. One was very sandy, and the other was heavy clay soil. Not like here. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and um, um, the the heavy stuff was the valuable land um, because it was a high rainfall area. So there's plenty of rain. So the clay was the valuable land. And what happened, when it rained, it would get into the clay ground. That was worth thousands of dollars. The sandy soil was mm. worth hundreds of dollars. Wow. And, the, and the clay got in and, the clay, and the, it would retain that yeah, water. It. it would retain the moisture and then it would release it into incredible crops. Yeah. So if, if we take that in the context of, you know, what water is to clay and... Uh, uh, we, we take it mm. in, we retain it, we yeah. allow God to come into our life in a fuller and a greater way. So true, yeah. We retain it and then it's released into fruit. And uh, it's such a, a great thing, clay. In that area, they even, on the sandy ground, they quarry clay and lay it over the top of the mm. sand and that makes it more productive. So, yeah. yeah. Mm. I remember Papa, my, your dad... <laughs> My grandfather saying the soil on our property here, because we're right next to the river, mm. so we've got very clay soil here. It's very hard, you know, highly reactive, which isn't good for building 
buildings on. You know, no, it <laughs> it's quite That's highly it. reactive. That's why yeah. we build our life. Being us the clay, but being on the bedrock of Jesus is so yeah, important. Yeah, but that sure. whole thing about retaining water. Mm. I remember um, reading, a, I think it was in um, Times Magazine, about this guy in Zimbabwe. And the guy from Times Magazine was travelling across to Zimbabwe. To, or Paul, help me out. Was it Zimbabwe? It was. <laughs> I'm getting the story right even. So he, um, he went across there to meet him. And he went to his shack and, and rocked up the front. And the guy's reading his Bible. And he gets out and he goes, oh, what do you, you know, I'm here to do this thing and interview him about. He had got into the best way to naturally grow without, um, he drought-proofed his farm. He didn't irrigate his farm. It was all done on rainfall and he lived in a quite an arid area. But he was just using the flow of the ground where, because he said the, the soil is a sponge. It actually holds water. We think it's just dry dirt, but there's water. And we know that as farmers, mm-hmm. being in a farming region. Like the, the guys are going to have a bumper crop with the water that's in the, the ground at the that's moment. Soil. Mm. But to have that water like in your life for when the dry times come, mm. you know, to, to actually be absorbing all the time so that you're hydrated, because we know how we need to be hydrated physically, yeah, but yeah. how much do we need to be hydrated um, spiritually? Because yeah, clay, it, when it's um, got water with it, so clay plus water becomes, it, it takes on a new form. Mm, it becomes right. eutectic. There's the word for the day. <laughs> eutectic, plastic-like. It with, becomes pliable. Yeah. With those crops that I was mentioning, the years we were there were dry years. And this ground that's worth thousands of dollars that produces so much, it was useless because there was not the water to, to make it work. The sandy stuff, which was cheaper, worked so much better. <laughs> yeah, because the water is so important. Yeah, yeah. it is. Mm. Crucial. It's true. Which is what you were saying about those being pliable. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. that whole thing, having that right mix mm. in our life. Mm. And, um, you know, Jesus, you know, when he got in the boat, this, this whole story about being in the boat and then later on he's in the boat and after he feeds the 5,000 and he feeds the 4,000, mm. then he says, beware of the the yeast of the Pharisees and, the, and Herod. And they go, oh, he's talking about the, you know, he's talking about the, the bread because yeah. we forgot to bring bread. And Jesus is like, you guys, I missed it. Missed it. Like they were worried that they didn't have any bread. And he just provided for 5,000 men and who knows how many women and children and 4,000. He goes, how many did we feed and how much did we have left over? How many did we feed and how much did we mm. have left over? Mm. And mathematically, it doesn't make sense. Even <laughs> mathematically in the natural, it doesn't make sense. They had five loaves and they fed 5,000 and there were 12 buckets left over. <laughs> um, they had seven loaves and they fed 4,000. Was it seven loaves? Oh, Stephen, don't start telling stories story, you haven't yeah. read. Yeah, something like that. I think it was seven loaves yeah, and they only had... Five buckets left over. Somebody will correct me. Somebody. <laughs> but it, yeah, now the point. What was I going to make? Fruitfulness of it all. You don't know. Yeah. No, yeah. no, you're telling me. Somebody, yeah. Who was telling this story in the first place? <laughs> I've totally gone blank now. That's what having a sore back does for you. Somebody else talk. So I... there's another script, beautiful scripture too in Corinthians. It talks about we have this treasure of God, which yeah. is... God's life in us. Yes. But we're only like clay jars that hold the treasure. This is to show that the amazing power we have is from God, not from us. We have troubles all around us, but we are not defeated. We often don't know what to do, but we don't give up. Come on. 
And many of us in life go through these experiences of life, don't we? We feel broken and shattered and all the rest of it. But God is able to remould us. That's the beautiful mm, thing. He's yeah. the potter, isn't he? Yeah. He's able yes. to remould us and make us yeah. again. And interestingly, it talks, we've got the treasure in earth and vessels. Apparently over in the Middle East, in Turkey, in those areas, there's thousands of jars they've dug up and they've found that they've got coins in them. Many, many coins. And so it's in those days, this is where it's referring to. Yeah. In those days, they used clay jars to store their finances. And, uh, but the main part of that is we, we have something precious in this earthly body of ours. Mm. It's growing old it and is. growing weak, but within us is the life of Jesus and, yep. and, and it can change our outward person. Uh, the outer man perishes, the old outside's getting old. Yep. The inner man gets renewed day by day because of this treasure of Christ's life within us. It's so wonderful. Yeah. What, what's this? This is a prop. Um, well, Ash, <laughs> did you just row that together? I, yeah, that's No, um, it just got passed to me. This is... Uh, this is actually a that, clay boat. That's right. It's made by Cathy Stidwell's dad, who's oh. staying here on the property out of clay from here. So. <laughs> that's You're joking. Yeah. That's amazing. Isn't it? Props to him. Where can I go to get closer? That is so cool. Yeah. What a great prop to have. Yes, yeah. keep going, Dad. No, that's good. We're distracted. Yeah. I'm going to get something yeah. out of this soon. That's yeah. good. Well, I'll say uh, that uh, out of this potter and clay, you, you, it, for me, it comes back to submission and yes. allowing oh, to be moulded, allowing to be beautiful. to be uh, moulded into something that's that's good. And uh, the pottery process, there's all sorts to it. Like if ceramics, if it goes in the kiln. How many hundred degrees hot mm. is the kiln? Oh, yeah. There's a there's a fair bit, yeah, that's uh, true. but produce something just amazing. But um, s- submitting, are we ha- do we have trouble submitting uh, to authority? And well, no, no not at all. <laughs> <laughs> or, to, or to God. And what are the reasons? I was thinking, what are the reasons that some of the things that we don't like submitting to, we might not like submitting to someone in charge of us who is younger than us. Wow. And as you get, yeah. as you get older, uh, unless you're going right to the top, there'll be some people coming in who are younger than you yeah. uh, in your organisation yeah. where you work, who are they're younger than you and they're in charge of you. And some people have trouble with that. Some people have trouble submitting to the opposite, someone the opposite gender mm. uh, in authority mm. over, be, be it a female over, over a male or... or Male over female, you know, and uh, what I, I was getting is that when if we have trouble submitting, we need to go to God and say, what is the root cause of this lack of submission? What mm. is the reason I'm not able to submit here? Mm. And uh, and go with God to to get it cleared up, to get it yeah, you know, to get it to clean house yeah. and to and to sort out things. Um, and you know, there's reasons not. Not many, but there's the odd reason not to submit. Uh, one, if God's calling you to make a stand, you want to be pretty sure yeah. about that. Yeah. And, the, and the other thing I got was um, submitting in an unhealthy relationship, in a where one way is giving up in the relationship that should be give and take. Mm. Always being submissive, and that's the only way to keep the peace. Yeah. That, you need to deal with that. Yeah, it's it's true, need, that's not it? healthy. You need God's wisdom and healthy yeah. strategies there. So, mm. yeah. back to be employable, isn't it? You know, it's yeah. not always easy because things no. can affect us in life, and we can get hard. We can build calluses on our hands because we work hard, and we can build 
calluses mm. on, our, on our body and soul yeah. because we, we, and we think we're not going to get hurt again, but we become hard and not pliable and soft. It's true, isn't and it? And it's not, not easy to follow that pattern. But I just want another scripture before we finish, Steve. It's in uh, Isaiah 64, 8, and it's from the uh, uh, T TPT Bible. Passion. Passion Bible, yeah. yeah. You are our father, we are like clay, and you are our potter. Each one of us is the creative artistic work of your hands. Isn't that beautiful? Mm, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do we question why we don't look like we should look or why yeah. we act like we don't act? You know, mm. Let God have his way. Why would we not submit to God? That's yeah. right. What, what is our reason for not yeah. saying... So true. You're our creator, <laughs> you're our author, you have our future at yeah. heart. Why would we not right. go there first? The, uh, the only don't. reason <laughs> is, is because we, we're afraid. Yeah, we don't know it's who true. he is. Like, well, but, that's true. But Jesus 100%. came yep. to show us the Father. Now, what we're saying before, like Jesus getting in the boat and heading over, it sounded like just a random thing that he had to do, um, and he just headed over. But, but he was actually following the will of the Father in, in all of that. He he never went anywhere. He never did anything that wasn't in the will of the Father. That's why he taught us, hey. Pray this way, your kingdom come, your will be done. You're going to provide all my needs. You're going to do everything that I need. You're going to take me by the streams of water. And when I'm in the valley, of the, you know, you're going to do all those mm -hmm. things. But, um, but here, Jesus is following the leading of his father and goes over. Um, did he know exactly everything, that how it was going to work out? I don't know. Mm -hmm. we're, we're not given any information on that. But when we're submissive, you know, there's something about that, isn't it? Um, scripture tells us, you know, don't, like God says, don't harden your hearts. Don't allow your hearts to become calloused yeah. or hard like you did when you were in the, the wilderness. Like when Israel were like, oh, where's the garlic of Egypt? And why did you take <laughs> us away and yeah. take us out here where we just got manna and quail to eat? You know, like. A miracle, by the way. Miracles <laughs> all the way. And we're only eating water that comes out of rocks. <laughs> You know, you yeah, just like he provided all the way. And yeah. um, when we see God through Jesus, like, and that's where the teachings of Jesus, like yeah. Jesus' example, he wasn't just a great dude. He, he, he actually showed us the, the Father and he revealed the kingdom of God mm. to us as well, you know, mm. and he used natural things to do it so that we could understand it, you know, the, the kingdom of God. And I, I love that um, where he, he tells the story. Actually, I think it's in Mark 4 around that where he says the kingdom of God, and he uses all these examples, but he says the kingdom of God is like a farmer who plants a seed mm, in right. the ground. And whether he goes and digs it up or not, that seed takes root and establishes itself because God has already put it in, yeah. that, in the design yeah. of that thing. And God has already um, put potential in the earth to provide. He's put potential yep. in the earth for everything. Yeah. Anything that he's done, he's, he's got an answer he for it. He made us out of the clay. We are from the the, yeah. the dust. We go back to yeah, dust, right. you know. Like yeah. it's that's how it is. But when we follow Jesus, and when we um, your kingdom come, submit to God's ways, mm. and it's just so profound how we our hearts are fresher. Like yeah. I I know when I can trust God, my perspective, like my uh, yeah. perspective of other people, yeah. lifts because I just go, yeah. oh. You know, if they don't get it, I don't have to argue with them. I just go, oh, they'll get it, Father. Just, mm, just yeah. let them have, open key. their eyes to it. And I know that God's going to work out something yeah, good in that situation. So and it's just the Prince of Peace, having him being in his boat is so much nicer. Because <laughs> when the storms rise and you go, Jesus, are we going to die? And he goes, 
no, no, we're going to the other side. Yeah. We're going through this and we're going to the other side. Yep. And, and then something's going to happen that's going to just set the, the path yeah. for so many more miracles yeah. in that. Yeah. Um, and you might be thinking there's things in your life that are covered up or are dead or are gone and you think it's in the ground, it's not there. The ground is very fertile soil. Like we are fertile soil yeah. as well. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. ground with the breath of God inside us. So true, yeah. I, it's interesting because I... Um, Reading Isaiah, because there's so much in Isaiah yeah. about potter and clay. And um, on Friday night, the team did a great job with the, the chosen, um, what do you call it? The live stream lockdown. That's good enough. Good. And um, somebody asked a question. And if you've got any questions at the moment, and give me a thumbs up if you're on, on the chats and all that. Yes. Oh, they're <laughs> blowing out. Jesse's saying. And um, <laughs> I don't know. He speaks a different language with his Samsungs. Because he's young. He's young, yeah. He hasn't learnt. You know. <laughs> no, no. We're out of touch. <laughs> oh, is that no. what it is? <laughs> no. I'm happily going on in ignorance here. <laughs> so the question was asked, why does God allow bad things to happen? You know, and or, you know, if, if we need to honour our mums and dads, but they're telling us to do something opposite to what we know is right, or they're treating us wrong or something, what do we do? And, and the thing is, if we submit to God, honour and um, submission is actually uh, in his heart. Because in the beginning, he said, let us. He actually, Elohim, God, plural, let us make man in our image. There was reasoning going on there. They had harmony in, in yep. that. And so when we think about why, does, why do bad things happen, that's a result of mankind's brokenness and sin coming into our life. It's interesting when God formed Adam he made all the beasts, he made all the fish, he made all the um, bird life and, he, and all the plant life and he said to re- reproduce after their own kind. Then he formed man out of the dust, breathed into him the breath of life. There was no comment about after your kind because we were meant to reproduce after God's kind. We were meant to reflect everything uh, that God wow. was yeah. and um, yeah. Jesus came to actually achieve that for us so that now through Jesus, the victory is won. Mm. So to submit to the teachings of Jesus, it's not an easy thing to do. In fact, in this day and age, it's a tough thing to do. You have to be very wise and very pliable. That's why the daily watering of the Word, I suppose, is so important to get that hydration Mm. in the clay of our life Mm. so we don't have hardened hearts. Were you going to say something then, Dad? I don't know. It's all right. Please don't let me do all the talking (laughs) here. You you guys are doing... Or I'm not. I am. The scripture I want to read out is um, because there's a mindset about technology and science now that they're, they're virtually saying we're, we've, we've got to a point where we've, we've observed God out of existence because science proves to us that God doesn't exist. But honestly, science is just the observation of the known universe, the known creation, what we're there. We, we, don't dis- we haven't discovered any or like created anything. Oh, that's not true. Sorry, we have. Like oh, we're doing this assignment for Bible college at the moment. Do you know that there's a number of elements from 92 on the periodic table of the elements, 92 is uranium. After that, they're all man-made elements. But it's really interesting because they, as soon as you make them, they start decaying. All of God's elements don't decay. Man's elements <laughs> that we've created, it's the yeah. only thing that we've created, actually <laughs> decay and they have half-lives and they just decay. And they're all radioactive and they all kill. So yeah, that's what we do. 
But we think about how, you know, what has God done? Listen to this. In Isaiah 29, he's, he's speaking prophetic. He says, Ah, you hide deep from the Lord your counsel, whose deeds are in the dark and who say, who sees us? Who knows us? So it's talking about people that think, oh, I can just get on with my life and do my own thing and I don't need to submit to anybody else's rule. I don't need to submit to a God because he doesn't even exist. I want to, I want to encourage you today and I want to challenge that way of thinking because we are, if you think that um, why, if, if God is real, then why do, why do bad things happen? Well, straight away, where do you get that judgment of what's good and what's bad? You don't know if a line's crooked unless you hold a straight line next to it. What gives us that measure in life as to what justice is and what goodness is? That comes from a reflection of our knowledge and and relationship with God. All our laws come out of the commandments. All All our peacekeeping laws for community and protection come out of the commandments. He says, you turn... You turn things upside down. Shall the potter be regarded as the clay? That the thing made should say to its maker, Mm. he did not make me. (laughs) Or the thing formed say to him who formed it, he has no understanding. This is what we have done. We we get reasoning in our life and we start talking and we say, "Ah, do you know what? There is no God because (laughs) I haven't encountered him. Do you know what? Have a look at the teachings of Jesus. I'm telling you now, right now. If you sincerely are looking for God at the moment, or if you're a scientific mind and you just want to prove that God doesn't exist, start having a look at the teachings of Jesus because you cannot read through that and apply them to your life without having an encounter with God's Holy Spirit and the author of life, Jesus, the Father. To submit to His ways is the best submission in the world because we submit and he gives us authority in our life. We submit and he gives us the ability to govern our lives uh, and govern yeah. our minds and govern our bodies and govern our households, our relationships. Mm-hmm. Oh, to be pliable in the hands yeah. of God who knows how to make things really well. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful stuff. It'd be good to finish off praying for anyone upstairs Definitely. listening that might be shattered or, you know, been on the turntable of life and it's Brain, gone faster and faster and People that could yes. be shattered and broken in some areas of their life. And what's so we just pray for them? They might be somebody who's having trouble submitting. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps do that. Soon. And I know there'll be some people that are feeling like they're feeling a little bit left behind at the moment. Like um, maybe you haven't been able to connect with people in the, uh, as was mentioned earlier, you haven't been able to connect on a, on a regular basis. And we're now, how many weeks are we in now? Nine weeks? Something weeks, like that. Something yeah. like that. Um, that we've been isolated and not being able to connect with people. I, I really encourage you to connect mm. with one another. Like we're, God said in the beginning, it's not good for us to be alone. When, when we're left up to our own devices and we're, and we're not really listening to the Spirit, oh, some, we can go to some dark places, can't we? We can really, make, yeah. we can really make up yeah. some, fa- some fantastical sort of imaginings. <laughs> but, um, you know, it says in Scripture that the mind that is stayed on Him... God will give you perfect peace. Mm. Those whose mind is steadfast in God. Yeah, God, you've said this, then I'm standing on that. God, you you said you're going to form me into something beautiful. I'm standing on that. God, you said you'd never leave me or abandon me. I'm standing on that. God, you said you'd be my peace, my healer, my provider. Standing on that and I'll never be alone. So we're going to pray right now. If you're feeling like a little bit abandoned, a little bit left behind or... 
or just disconnected at the moment, I want to tell you that in the spirit realm, there is a God that if you just take a step towards Him and just say, Father, I want to know You. God, I've never spoken to You before, but I want to get to know You. I can tell you now, as soon as you do that, He takes this massive step towards you. He never forces Himself on us. It's our will. We've been given a free will in this totally. And this is how we know that God is good. We have a free will to either follow Him and love Him or abandon His teachings and just live out a life in our own, you know, seeking our own pleasures. But I can tell you now, it doesn't work. I'm going to read out another quote by um, my mate, C.S. Lewis, here. Um, It says this, and he's talking about man's attempts to do things well. And he says, And out of that hopeless attempt has come nearly all that we call human history. Money, poverty, ambition, war, greed, prostitution, classes, empires, slavery, all this. The long, terrible story of man trying to find something other than God which will make us happy. And I'm telling you now, nothing else. Going back to normal after this won't make you happy because most people weren't happy with normal anyway. (laughs) Think about it, guys. Everyone was complaining about normal. Mm, The government wasn't doing enough. My job's not doing I'm not appreciated enough. This, blah, blah. The old normal. Let's look towards the horizon with some fresh eyes and a fresh perspective. What has God got on the other side of this storm? What has God got in store for you And don't waste this season just holding your breath trying to get to the other side because what does God want to teach us in this season? What does God want to mold in us in this season? We're going to partake in communion after this, but we might just pray just before we do it. You can get ready. Good job. Thank you, God. Thank you. Oh, Father God in heaven. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for our lives. Thank you so much for sending Jesus. Jesus, thank you so much for representing the, the Father with the, the highest fidelity and with the purest clarity and, and with just the deepest understanding that we could ever get. Thank you for revealing your Father, our Father, the Father of creation yeah, to thank us you, Father. and showing us that when we walk in his ways, that he is for us and not against us, that he will make all things work together for good. So right now, We just thank you, Father, for those that that feel the lack in their life or they feel feel a void right now. Father, I, I just thank you that you are never too far away. Jesus, that you said the kingdom of heaven is near. The kingdom of heaven is within you. Yes, thank you, God. Thank you so much that we get to be carriers of that kingdom of kindness, of compassion, of goodness. Father, I thank you for transformations in people's lives right now each life Father I thank you for how easy it is to surrender to the Lordship of Jesus I just want to speak to you now Scripture tells us that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved now Lordship is actually meaning somebody that you submit to and that you get your instruction from in life and and that's Jesus Lord Jesus It's very easy to just um, start a relationship, to kickstart a relationship with the Father. It's so easy. All you need to do is submit to the Lordship of Jesus. Ask for forgiveness. 
And you might say, but what do I need to have forgiveness from? The thing is that we have now been made after our own kind. Adam sinned and then what snuck into his, his spirit was all the corruption, the pride of life, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh. They're not from God. They're actually in our natural um, nature that we took on when, when we had the knowledge of good and evil in our life. But we can actually come back under the lordship of Jesus. And he's the second Adam. He did what the first Adam couldn't do. And he accomplished it, the victory of that. And it's so It's just, Lord, I give you my life. Jesus, I give you my life. Forgive me for my sins. Forgive me for where I've fallen short and not even known that I've missed the mark of what your plan was for my life. Father, I want to follow you. I want your ways to be my ways. I want your heart to be in me. I want your plans to be outworked in my life. And Father, as I'm speaking this, Guys, I'm saying this over your life. Please, please agree with this, that God, I want you in my life. Jesus, I need you. I need you to guide me and show me. I need you to be that steadying influence in the storms of my life. I need you to be my my compass, my bearing, my, my north, my dead north in where I'm going. Father, I thank you for each person that's listening right now, each person that's watching right now. Father, I thank you right where they are, Holy Spirit of the living God, move in that room. Move in that, that um, workplace where they're listening. Move in, yes. the, in their lounge room, wherever, you, wherever they are right now, wherever we are seated right now. Father God, I thank you for your Holy Spirit pouring out. And I thank you for the victory that we have yes. through thank Jesus. Yes. Victory and over, over yeah. everything, thank even you death and the grave through you, Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus, thank you. And we get to remember not only his, um, his death, his life that was laid down for us, but um, we get to remember, um, we get to, yeah, proclaim celebrate. the victory and celebrate <laughs> it. Proclaim the victory of it. We're talking about submission. Oh, Jesus is the ultimate one. Oh, come on. Isn't that true? Scripture. Can I just share it? Yeah. Yes, please. Um, I think we have it, uh, Philippians 2. Um, think yourselves the way Christ Jesus thought of himself. He had equal state, status with God, yeah. but didn't think so much of himself that he had to cling to the advantage, advantages of that status, no matter what. Not at all. Yeah. When the time came, he set aside the privilege of deity and took on the status of a slave, became human. Yeah. Having become human, he stayed human. It was an incredible, humbling process. He didn't claim special privileges. Instead, he lived a selfless, obedient life and then died a selfless, obedient death Mm. and the worst kind of death at that, a crucifixion. And because of that, because of that, God's lifted him and honoured him far beyond anyone or anything. You think submitting is a a problem. (laughs) What's the outcome? Far beyond anything... Ever, yeah. <laughs> so that all created beings in heaven and on earth, even those long ago dead and buried, will bow and worship before wow. this Jesus Christ, yeah, and call out in praise that He is the Master of all, to the glorious honour mm. yes. of God the Father. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's so much in that, Ash. We could have just talked on that scripture. That is beautiful. <laughs> oh. uh.
Thank you. Do you want to lead us? Oh, oh. you're doing the leading. No, Sorry. No, 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 no. Uh, don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> you're leading. Oh, Lord, you. we just want to thank you so much for uh, what we are remembering here. Mm. Lord, it was a, an occasion in history that uh, it was two things. It was the darkest, most horrible, mm. uh, unjust and cruel day ever. And yet it became the most joyous, the yes. most oh, incredible yes. day ever. Lord, thank we just want to thank you that we look back and remember it. And if you don't come back sooner, we're going to be remembering this long after we've remembering coronavirus or yeah, things like that. exactly. Thank you so much, yes. Lord, for what you did for us. Oh, we proclaim Lord, that you're victory. a great example to us. It's all laid out there for us to live our lives, but we just want to say thank you this morning for what you've done and for mm. what it means to us. Man. Jesus, in your wonderful name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the Amen. example of obedience. Mm. Oh, let's yeah. eat and drink. Yeah. Remembering Jesus, but also proclaiming everything that he's achieved over our lives and over the lives of your family, over your marriage, over your workplace, over your school, over your friends, over your neighbours, everyone. Thank you, Jesus, Thank you. for the victory. Ah, oh, by your stripes, Jesus, we are healed. By your stripes, we're healed. Oh, what the enemy meant for evil, God, you turned around for good for us. Yes. Oh, thank you for the cup of the new covenant. Your blood, Jesus, spilt for the new promise, the new covenant, the new relationship with the Father. Oh, let's give thanks. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for accepting us back in. We're adopted as sons and daughters of the living God. We get to call you Daddy God. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. Papa God. Yes. Oh, Jesus, you're an awesome big brother. Holy Spirit, thank you. You are comforter. You are nurturer. You are our teacher. And you, you cause revelation to flow like nobody else can give it. I just speak revelation yes. flow right now. Yes, revelation yes, of the Holy God. Spirit. Yes, revelation God. of God's Word. Oh, Thank yeah. you for that revelation that, that you, Father, are the potter. And we are the clay. Yep. We are just being molded in your, in your perfect way. Oh, do it, Father. Do it. And that's what amen means. Amen. Do, do it. it. Yep. Activate yeah. it. Thank you, Make it happen. <laughs> amen. Yeah. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. Yeah. We're so glad that you have. Um, have an awesome week. And I know that there's some people that have been saying that they want to get baptized as well. We've got a baby dedication next week. But get onto the website. Put your name down. There's a form there that you can fill out just for on baptism. And we're probably going to have a if it's okay, we're going to look at maybe doing a baptism as soon as we can have a few more numbers um, actually in here. As soon as we get up to maybe 20. We're only 10 at the moment, aren't we? Eight. Great. <laughs> cool. Well, signing off now. Yep. Bye. Bless you. Bye, bless mate. you. Bless yeah. you. In the have name of the week. Lord, have an awesome week and have a great day today. Yes. Love you, Stacks. See you soon. Thanks, Bye. guys. Bye. Let's thank the team. What an awesome team. Woohoo. <laughs> Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to know more about services or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au.